Welcome to the Weight Inclusive Innovators Podcast. My name's Hannah Turnbull. And I'm Morgan Sinclair. We're two non-diet dietitians, entrepreneurs, and Enneagram 7s here to talk shop about the business side of things. From managing a team of clinicians, to building a cohesive brand, to figuring out how the heck to pay yourself, we get deep down in it talking about what it actually takes to start, run, and grow your weight-inclusive business. The good and the messy. We know your degree didn't include any business classes, at least not any applicable to what you're doing now as an entrepreneur. This is why we are on a mission to bring business education to other weight-inclusive clinicians. Say sayonara to all the hours spent on Google and hello to information that is actually relevant. Let's dive into today's episode. Happy Monday, everybody. Hannah here, flying solo. Morgan is currently doing things for the HEADS conference, which is the Houston Eating Disorder Specialists Conference. Morgan, you'll have to fact check that, but she's in a total grind right now, really busy doing some really cool stuff. They totally sold out the conference, which is just amazing. So I'm taking over the pod today. Feels a little funky being solo, but I'm just kind of going to treat it like I'm talking to Bennett. He's a terrible co-host though. Um, If you don't know, Bennett is my dog and he doesn't really talk back. So just kind of make an eye contact with him and we're going to get it done. So today, this one's for you, my executive dysfunctioning pals. We are talking about ADHD and business which is one of my favorite things. It's definitely, it's personal, it's professional. It's just, I want to really big up people who have a different kind of brain. And this is something I'm really interested in as I grow my business offerings, supporting people around because I have so many thoughts around ADHD, but first I'm going to fill you in on my highs and lows. My high of the week was I got to spend quality time outside of work with my team at Nourished Colorado. We went down to Leadville, Colorado, which is about two hours south of Denver, and it's a little mountain town. And we went to go cross-country ski and have some lunch and get some sweatshirts. It was a really fun, fun trip. It was the first time in a while that we got to get the team together and just hang out outside of talking about clinical work, outside of talking about business. And what I really found this weekend is that my team is so hilarious. Like everybody is genuinely very funny and it was just nice to be able to see the capacity of them as humans versus just clinicians. So that was a really fun time. And I'm, I'm definitely riding the high of that my low this week is still in a little bit of a grind. Um, I haven't had a lot of time for fun and that's really hard for me as an Enneagram seven. I'm definitely someone who really prioritizes work-life balance. And there's just sometimes where the fun drops off and I, I really feel it. And I know that's when I'm in a place of this is not sustainable forever. And I really need to prioritize finding that balance again. So if you relate to that, just know, even after being in business a while, still happens to the best of us. That's all I have for my check-ins. Let's dive in. For those of you who don't know, or maybe who don't have ADHD, ADHD is attention deficit hyperactive disorder. ADHD, ADD, pretty interchangeable 
and it looks different in a lot of people. So just important to keep in mind. Some people, there is that hyperactivity piece and other people, it's a more slowed down, I'm going to say, quote unquote, lazy kind of feeling. And that's self-described by folks. I would never say someone with ADHD is lazy. I think it's obviously the overwhelm and the brain in overdrive. ADHD is a gift and a piece of work. Um, I was recently diagnosed with ADHD earlier last year. Yeah. In August. So not earlier last year, but last year. And it was a really validating, helpful piece of information to have about myself. I always had an inkling that that was going on for me with my inability to sit still, my inability to focus, um, feeling like my brain is always going in a million different directions. And when I got the diagnosis and could take some steps towards managing it, I felt total relief. So my experience has been really good. Um, I am medicated for ADHD and I do have a lot of structure in my life and things that I do to help support my brain in navigating that. So I say all that to humanize and normalize ADHD, to give hope to people out there who are trying to navigate it as well. Medication management can be great. Skills and tools can be great. And I also want you to know there's a lot of really amazing things about having ADHD, as weird as that sounds. So I'll tell you a little bit about what a day in the life with me is with having ADHD and navigating my business. I have learned over the years that I really have to try hard at organization. And when something isn't organized, it's a quick downhill spiral. So if you look at my Google calendar, it is all color-coded. It is very structured and organized in a way where my weeks are similar, but with flexibility. So like I've mentioned in other episodes, I have Monday morning and Tuesday mornings as my freer time where I do whatever tasks flexibly need to be done. I, I work on projects. I make some phone calls. And then afternoons, I support my team with meetings. So we're doing supervision, we're doing leadership meetings, all that kind of stuff. And the reason I do it that way is because what I've found is my brain, the way that it is, it's going to be different with every person and every person that has ADHD. I feel the most on as far as relational and being able to connect with people in the afternoons or later in the morning. I really like a slow ease into the morning when I can. And then I like to use my brain and my creativity first thing. And that really works well for me. So I covered Monday and Tuesday. Wednesdays are all business coaching. So I have it set up that way in, I did some kind of Nourish Colorado heavy stuff in the beginning of the week, checking in with my team, making sure they're good. And then I take a little break from Nourish Colorado things and I focus on my values-driven group. So I typically see right now, four to six business coaching clients a week. That's my capacity and I'm honoring that. So on Wednesdays, I tend to see hmm, probably about four business coaching clients. And then I do a little podcast work. So it's really being in some meetings and then working on the pod. And sometimes working on the pod means actually doing things for the episode that's going to release the following week. Sometimes it's sending out emails to sponsors 
the thing with ADHD is it's about having the structure. It doesn't have to be rigid. So just even having those time blocks of, I know I'm going to do business coaching today and I know I'm going to work on the podcast. And then however that actually plays out, if I don't have something scheduled, allows enough flexibility. So my ADHD brain is like entertained, but not to where it feels restrained or too rigid. I feel people with ADHD really don't like nine to fives and don't really thrive there because we really like flexibility. Thursdays are my client heavy days. So that's when I'm doing my nutrition counseling. That also works for me. I do have a couple clients earlier in the week, but when I only have one day dedicated to client work, it is a certain mode. And that really helps my brain stay in that place because what I found is, especially when I'm doing counseling work, business coaching is a little bit different. It's not so involved and I don't want to say intense because intense makes it sound like a a quote unquote bad thing, but it's not the same level of therapeutic onness, if that makes any sense, that nutrition counseling work is. So I like to have the bulk of that later in the week and all in one day with not a lot else going on. I do have a team meeting on that day, but outside of that, my brain knows we're not working on projects. We're not doing anything else. We're being present and we're going to show up. And then Friday is kind of a mixed bag as well. I'm typically doing business coaching in the morning, and then I'm doing some podcast recording, which is what I'm up to now. And I think by the end of the week, my therapeutic brain is done. I I can talk shop all the time. So business coaching is great to do on Fridays for me. And then recording the podcast is awesome too, because it's like talking shop to Morgan or talking shop to myself and in turn talking shop to you all. So it's very life-giving to me versus being a drain as far as my energy being used. This structure for me has taken four years to get to, and I still feel like I'm tweaking it. I still feel like I'm doing too much. And part of that is my ADHD brain is like, let's get stimulated. And it's a blessing and a curse. I really enjoy my brain's desire to always be stimulated. I always say I'm hungry. Like I'm hungry to be doing things. I'm hungry to move things forward in the business. I'm hungry to try experiments. And I think that's a really awesome thing for business. As someone with ADHD going through that, it's also a recipe for burnout. So that's a typical day, week of me in my business as someone with ADHD. I didn't go too into the details of what ADHD looks like throughout the days, but I think I'll kind of cover some of that as I talk about tendencies of ADHD. So I want to shift gears a little bit, and I want to talk about how awesome ADHD is. I know that's super weird, and you might be sitting there frustrated if you have ADHD because it's also hard and feels unmanageable at times, but I really want to tell you how ADHD has been helpful in my business and how it's helpful in business in general. So I'm going to talk about traits that folks with ADHD have that really stand out to me. People who have ADHD are quick thinkers and actors. This is really important in business because one of the things I see folks get stuck in is just the perfectionism and the 
going back and forth, making sure everything's in place before action is taken. And of course, we want to do those things to a point. And I feel like people with ADHD struggle with this less because we're just like, yes, let's get it going. I'm ready. And we just kind of take action before thinking. We don't get stuck in our heads too much. That is really awesome for business and entrepreneurship. We have a need for stimulation. There is nothing more stimulating than having to look at many different parts of your business, wondering what's happening in the present, what you're going to do in the future, reflecting on the past, having a team. There's so many moving pieces. And I think a lot of folks really like only being clinicians because they don't want that. They don't want to be pulled in a bunch of directions. They don't want their brain to be all over the place. But to be honest, people with ADHD's brains are already over the place. So why not roll with it and use it to our advantage? People with ADHD always know what to do and say. I feel like people with ADHD are the most intuitive people. We have this sixth sense of just someone having a question or someone offering a thought or curiosity, and we know what to say. I feel that in my counseling work with clients, and I also feel it in my business, and I feel it in my business coaching. And that's always been something unexplainable to me, which is why I just relate it back to ADHD because our brains are always going, because they're always collecting information and trying to pull all the pieces together. We have a ton of profound thoughts. And that is one of my favorite parts of having ADHD. Sometimes I surprise myself with what my brain comes up with in a really good way. Sometimes it's not good, but most of the time related to business, it is. People with ADHD are risk takers and have impulsive tendencies. I know that doesn't sound great, but in the context of business, it kind of ties back to the quick thinking and acting. We're not afraid to take risks. We're ready to take action. It might be a little bit impulsive, but we're very much of the mind, do the thing, ask for forgiveness later, while being mindful of not hurting people in the meantime. When we can act that quickly and take that risk and be impulsive, we're on the side of business and entrepreneurship that's innovation. We're doing things, we're trying to fix problems, solve problems, and we're doing it quickly, which is keeping up with the market truly. And one of the examples I'll give around that and me having ADHD is my business values-driven group. This comes from me seeing a need and knowing how hard it is to have a group practice and to build a business and to be managing people and all the pieces. And then my ADHD influences that. And I was like, oh my gosh, nobody's doing this. I need to do this. So I just started doing it. Literally two years ago, I took on my first business coaching client and I was like, well, I'm just going to try this, you know, and I charged them a lower rate because I didn't have any experience, but I knew that I could do it and I could be helpful. And I feel like that was due to my ADHD, just having that impulsive nature of, Ooh, this sounds fun. I'm going to do it. And then the things you can build from there, people with ADHD have resiliency. We've had to have resiliency. There's something about tasks taking you longer to do, um, going through the most with your brain. We are so resilient and have a ton of grit. Part of that is like, we've had to, to quote unquote, go through life. And at the same time, if we get knocked down, we just keep going and trying to figure it out. 
I think we're not easily deterred from doing the things we want to do, especially if we have an interest in it. If we don't have an interest in it, that's another story. But (laughs) when someone with ADHD goes into a hyper-focus mode or like has a new fixation, it's, yeah, that's all they're going to talk about to you. That's all they're going to be working on. They're going to get it done. It might be at midnight, but (laughs) we do what our brains want to do. And another really awesome thing about having ADHD is our ability and our desire to multitask. I know what you're thinking. Nobody multitasks well, and that's completely true. But there are times where we're juggling so many things and we're having to multitask. Like it's not really an option to not. And people with ADHD are the best at doing that because our brains are always doing that anyway. And part of it is getting stimulated. Our brain's getting stimulated from doing that. I always think about TikTok and stimulation and how my brain was already doing TikTok things before TikTok was even around. Like I remember hearing songs as a kid and then having a thought loop about the song and then imagining a scenario playing out to parts of the song, which is how I would describe TikTok. So when I started watching videos, whenever that came out years ago, I was like, oh my gosh, like I would be so good at this or oh my God, I've been doing this my whole life. And that's one of the reasons why I can't really get on TikTok. I'll watch reels every now and again. And I did create one on our We Instagram. So go check that out. But I would totally get sucked in. My ADHD brain would be like, give me that content very quick and very efficiently and very stimulating in a mentally, physically kind of way. Okay. So I just rambled on about a lot of really good things of having ADHD. I like to start with that because I always tell people, and actually a lot of business coaching clients that I work with, I'm like, Hmm, do you have ADHD? I kind of feel it is we make excellent entrepreneurs and we're so creative and we're so smart. People with ADHD are some of the smartest people. I know it always sounds weird to say those things to ourselves, of like, dang, Hannah, you're smart as but it's just true. It's just a fact. Like our brains know so much and we don't know why. So with all that being said about the good stuff, let's talk about the thing that you probably were thinking when you saw the title of this podcast and you were like, oh, we're just going to talk about the things that are hard and how this sucks. We're not going to go there, but I do want us to be mindful as people with ADHD of how this can impact you and your business. And what I like to do is just create strategies and structure to help me avoid these things as much as I can. And they're still going to happen. So having that radical acceptance of I have ADHD, my brain is never going to be neurotypical and we deserve to move through the world and our brains be what they are. So. One of the biggest things folks with ADHD calling myself out is time management. So I tend to be a time optimist, which means I think I can do 1000 tasks in two hours. I'm very hopeful. I'm like, yes, I want to do all these things and these have to get done today. And almost every time it's kind of like just running into a wall, not walking through a doorway of why can't I just get these done? It's just objective of there's not enough time in a day to do all the things that I want to do. So how can I 
pick the three biggest ones and get those done. Because what tends to happen is I either try to do all the things and then I burn myself out or I get pulled and distracted in so many directions that I get overwhelmed. And then I just scroll on Instagram and I'm like, holy shit, two hours went by and I didn't do anything on my list. So that's another way ADHD can impact time management. With time management comes procrastination as well. And I think that's something we as folks with ADHD struggle with. And just a side note, if you're someone who's neurotypical and you're relating to a lot of these, one, you might not be neurotypical in the way that you thought. And two, it really can be a spectrum. You know, a lot, I think a lot of folks can relate to the things I'm saying. And there's a certain experience of having it at a a big magnitude versus just a glimpse of it. And people with ADHD have these things happen all day, every day at a high magnitude. When we are procrastinators, it contributes to the overwhelm. And it's kind of this vicious cycle of I'm not managing my time well. All these tasks came up. I already had a bunch of tasks planned. I'm overwhelmed. I'm doing nothing. I'm going to push it off and go nurture all my plants. That's, that's one of my things is, Oh, let me take care of my plants. Like, Oh, I can make them so happy. Other stuff can come later. I'm just going to focus on this. We have to figure out what is reasonable and realistic to expect to get done in a day for people with ADHD. Things can take longer than someone who's neurotypical. So, and I'll just give you an example of me even coming to record this podcast. Like I it's Friday when I'm recording. I had planned to do it on Wednesday and I wrote up my outline and I tried to big myself up to start recording. And I just was like, no, I can't. Like my brain is in so many places. I cannot be present for this. And so I ended up pushing it off and pushing it off, which is fine. I've set up my schedule to be flexible in that way, knowing myself and my ADHD, but it is frustrating. And I'm like, oh, literally I could have just sat and recorded this for 45 minutes and had it done. It's just not that simple. So things take a longer time for us. I even think about doing my homework for grad school. I'm imagining somebody being able to sit still for an hour and get it done. And my brain just doesn't work that way. I have to do things in spurts. And, you know, I think the maximum I can sit still is maybe 50 minutes. And then I need to get up, take Bennett for a walk go do something different and then come back again. Some of that's human, but also it's because my brain is going a thousand miles an hour, focusing on 10 other things and not the task at hand. I often think about how many tasks are on my to-do list that I really don't want to do. And I know if I just sat and did them, it would take me five minutes. I'm sure you're relating to that hard right now. And so what I'll do every now and again to combat that is just having like a 30 minute block on my schedule and just planning on in that time, I'm going to put my phone away. I'm going to turn off all social media. I'm going to close out of my email. I'm only going to have one tab open and I'm going to complete one to three of those really small tasks. And that is like instant dopamine. In case you didn't know, having ADHD is having dopamine producing issues. I'm not wording that correctly, but basically we have a deficit of dopamine. So that's why folks with ADHD kind of struggle with, Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. 
which is another ADHD thing. But people with ADHD struggle with that impulsivity and they struggle with addiction and seeking high energy experiences because we're missing that dopamine and we need that dopamine. And the fastest way to get dopamine is stimulation and things that create dopamine, even if it's not a helpful thing. So doing small tasks, helpful dopamine. Another thing folks with ADHD have to look out for in their business is hyperactivity. So we can go on a, I don't even know what the word would be. I'm going to say we can just go into a hyper-focused mode and just go, 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 go. It happens every so often. It's not sustainable and it can actually be really harmful. I know folks who have ADHD and like have stayed up all night doing things. I know I used to do that in college a lot and you just get into this certain mode and it's almost like hyperactivity with your brain of, oh my God, I have to capitalize this right now. I'm literally going to write up this whole course overnight. And it's like, no, don't do that. (laughs) I know there's an urge to do that, but it it's totally burnout central. So with hyperactivity as well, it comes on the flip side of physical where it is, like I was saying earlier, it's hard to sit still. It's hard to want to sit and focus when all I want to do is go rock climb, or I want to go take my dog on a little jog, or I want to ride my Peloton. Like my body has this agitated sense of needing to move. And once I calm that, it often allows me to focus. And I think that's a big part of ADHD. I fidget all day. Um, I love having something in my hand. Sometimes I'll kind of flick my thumbnail, just something to release that feeling. And so it can be hard to get stuff done in your business when you're having this urgency need to move all the time. So what I typically do to combat that is I'll have a semi-regular movement schedule with flexibility because, you know, your girl's not going to get up at 6 a.m. if she don't want to just to move. Like I will deal with my hyperactivity in another way, but I do regularly move my body in ways that feel good to help with that. And again, that helps with dopamine too. People with ADHD can really drop the balls. We try to take on so much and we try to do all the things because it's thrilling to us and fun. But in reality, when you have a business, especially if you have other people working with you and you drop the ball, it sucks when it impacts other people. And that's one of one thing I think about a lot, being a group practice owner and working with people one-on-one in my business coaching and my soon-to-launch membership is if I don't get stuff done, if I'm dropping balls, if I'm not delivering, that's impacting other people. And that's not okay with me. One of my biggest values is connection and people. And I think there's a, just a point of conflict there. I don't want to, I don't want my ADHD to affect other people. And so that's what allows me to really think like, is what I'm taking on manageable? Is it something I want to do? Is it something that I want to do right now? Or is it something I can do later? Because I think we have a feeling of wanting to do everything. And when we can't do it, it can be kind of sad. So how do we say I can do this later when I have less balls to juggle? It's not a no, it's just a not right now. And I think that really helps. The other thing that helps if you're dropping the balls a lot is delegation. So this can be in your business or your life. 
can't remember if I said this on the podcast last week, but I hired somebody to water my plants, <laughs> um, for the time and to take Bennett out my dog, because in the times that I need to focus on the three balls of nourish Colorado values driven group and the pod, and I'm not able to take care of the things in my life, then I'm going to delegate that out. And that's the most nurturing kind thing I can do for myself because otherwise I'm going to underwater my plants. They're all going to shrivel up and die, or I'm not going to be able to get the podcast done in time. And Morgan's going to be like, what the heck? (laughs) Why didn't you do your thing? Um, So yeah, delegation is a really helpful tool and it doesn't always have to be hiring out. It can be asking a friend to sit with you while you do something. It can be having a partner do something for you that you would typically do. Any kind of delegation, it can be an employee who takes over a, a task for you because you just don't want to do the task anymore. And that's actually their strength and gives them something else to do that lights up different parts of their brain. It can be really beneficial to delegate and your ADHD will thank you later. The last thing I think about that you have to look out for with ADHD and business is I fall into this trap a lot, blaming things on your ADHD and getting stuck in a a loathing cycle of why am I like this? It happens to the best of us. It's usually a sign we're frustrated and we're overwhelmed and it's not helpful. It just kind of gets you stuck in that thought loop versus taking action to make something different. I challenge you to notice when those things are happening and look at the logical facts, see what's actually going on and see what you can do differently versus saying, I have ADHD. I suck. I wouldn't do X, Y, and Z if I was neurotypical. It really doesn't matter because you're not. And it's a really awesome thing. I love having ADHD. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. I know that's weird. It's fine. So just some things that didn't really fit into the categories that I described earlier, but things that are really helpful for me with ADHD. These are my tips for staying organized and on track in your business if you have ADHD. So I wrote down snacks (laughs) and the reason I say that is it is much easier to feed yourself when something like a snack is available versus having to stop, prepare a meal, interrupt your train of thought or activity that you're doing. Snacks are great to have around because it allows you to still feed yourself because we can get into those hyper-focused states and go a while without eating if we don't have something easily accessible. If you look around on my desk or at the table I'm at, there's always something. I had some chocolate chips laying around earlier and it's great because I can just reach over and grab some when I need it. Another helpful tip for having ADHD is having tools that help you organize. You really want to keep this as simple as possible. It doesn't help to have some kind of organization system that is so built out and so many features that your ADHD brain really gets consumed by that of like, oh, this is so cool. Oh, I can use this. And then you're like, oh shit, three hours went by and I didn't even do the task. I just wrote the task in this program and went down a rabbit hole. So for me, keeping it simple is having a written planner. So a paper planner, I have a task management system called Asana. So that's where I put anything that needs to be done just at any point in time. And I have my Google calendar, which has my entire life on it. 
that really works well for me because my written planner is the things getting done today. The task management system, whether it's Asana, Trello, Hello Monday, that's tasks that need to get done in general at some point in time. And then calendar is for meetings and things that I have arranged for the week. Something else to keep in mind because business stuff can consume so much of our minds as people with ADHD because we love it, it's stimulating, it's fun, is how can you make things in your life as simple as possible? One of the things I always go back to, and part of this is probably because I'm an eating disorder dietitian by trade, is food. I have weeks where I literally will have frozen dinners and box mac and cheese. That's like lunch and dinner with some other sides and things that are not needing to be prepared because the most important thing to me is having myself fed and not having to spend the time to cook. That's what feels nurturing to me that week. That is, I don't have the capacity or the focus to cook a meal or to tolerate sitting around waiting for things to cook in the oven or whatever. Um, Don't have the tolerance to chop up vegetables. I'm just not going to do it. So shout out to Trader Joe's and their non and Indian food, because that is the best five minutes I've ever spent making food on the weeks I really don't want to cook. I love grab and go things. I think it's so helpful. And having healed my relationship with food, it's like, ah, yes, protein, fats, and carbs. Beautiful. Maybe I'm not eating as many vegetables or fruits this week, but I'm getting my main macronutrients and I trust my body to be able to utilize that. Other life things that you can make simple on yourself is trying not to have clutter around. I know it's a big thing for folks with ADHD. If you see like, you know, a lot of us are working from home and if you look around and you see, oh my God, my dishes are everywhere in the kitchen. Oh my God, my table is covered in papers. Um, there's a pile of dog hair on the floor and looking around my own place, describing these things. When we can have dedicated time to, to clean, even if it's 15 minutes a day, I love 15 minutes a day. It's really tangible. It's something I do in the evening to kind of unwind. And I know I can do 15 minutes and then be horizontal with my book. That really works for me. But we kind of have to coach ourselves of if that mess is there, that it's not the time to do it. Going to focus on my work. I'm going to do it in my 15 minutes later. And then trying as well as we can to stay on top of it. Because that's the less distractions that we have present in our eyeballs, the more we can get done in our businesses if that's the state of mind we're in at the time. I have two things left for you for tips on ADHD and staying organized and on track in your business. One of them is a little gooey and it's having self-compassion and flexibility. We are not rigid people. Sometimes when we do go into rigid states, it's because we're overcompensating, but naturally we need a little flexibility. We also need a little structure, but it can't be so rigid that we feel suppressed. And we feel like the parts of ADHD that are really awesome are being suppressed. And so how do we know the things we need to get done and stay focused on in however we can while also honoring like the example I gave earlier, it's okay that I didn't record the podcast on Wednesday and that I'm recording it right now on a Friday. It still got done in the week that I needed it to get done. And I'll be honest, I almost pushed it off to Saturday as well, but I have to finish my homework tomorrow. So I'm like, 
I coached myself through it. Hannah, you have this hour block. You can do this. It's going to be fun. Once you start, it's going to just completely get the ball rolling. And it's true. I'm glad that I'm recording this right now. And sometimes it is just a little bit more work to have to do that with ADHD, but it helps. And when you can do it in a really kind way with that self-compassion voice of like, oh, ADHD, I see you and you're really uh, doing your thing right now, but I'm going to recalibrate. That's more helpful than berating yourself with negative thoughts. Again, blaming things on your ADHD in a negative way or having those negative thoughts to yourself about having ADHD is just not going to help you move forward in your business or your life. And then the last tip I have for you is deadlines. I love a deadline. I think people with ADHD fall into the trap of working up to deadlines as in, let me procrastinate this. Oh, it's due tomorrow. Cool. I have the fire under my feet. I'm going to do it now. And I think that's fine. Maybe that's a little radical to say of that's okay. If you do that, it's okay. If you leave things last minute, that's just how we work well at times. And how do we have the deadline? So things aren't just looming in space, waiting to be done and never prioritized. So I love a deadline. It's okay to work up to a deadline, knowing the strengths of your brain. And if that works for you, if it's something that stresses you out, that's another conversation. But I know for me, like when I give presentations or when I'm getting ready for a client session, I'm doing the presentation the night before, or I'm showing up to the client session and I know I'm ready to go. And I, again, it's that sixth sense of knowing I'll have everything I need in that client session. Like I remember what we talked about over the last three years and I can, I can show up to this and do the thing. It's okay to not prepare if that works for you. That's my little ramble about ADHD and entrepreneurship. I'm honestly surprised that I pretty much stayed on track. A few tangents here and there. I guess another bonus tip is have an outline when you're recording a podcast if you have ADHD. Like I alluded to earlier, ADHD is such a gift. I wouldn't trade having my ADHD for a neurotypical brain. It is truly my superpower and a huge contributor into my success of having multiple businesses. So I hope this validates you. I hope this is helpful. Thank you for listening to the Weight Inclusive Innovators podcast. If you like what you hear, go ahead and subscribe to the pod on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please leave us a rating and review, share with a business bestie, and check out our website at weightinclusiveinnovators.com. See you next week.